listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Friday, the 30th of September 2022. Uh, later, we'll preview next week's official interest rate decision from the Reserve Bank. But first, Australia has scrapped its mandatory isolation for COVID-positive people. It starts from October the 14th. But what does it mean for employers and for employees? For more, I spoke earlier with Michael Harmer from Harmer's Workplace Lawyers. The responsibility of employers continues to be what it's always been. That is, they've got to take all reasonably practical steps to ensure the safety of people coming in contact with their business. That includes their employees, other workers associated with the business, their customers. Uh, And they shouldn't drop their guard on this one because the responsibility remains very high. Uh, It's a matter of corporate responsibility. There's individual responsibility on each worker to look after their co-worker. Uh, And in doing that, uh, not only will a business protect their people and protect against absenteeism and other problems, they'll also protect against potential claims, including class actions, which is a real sleeper within COVID at present. The second point I'd make is um, don't, don't wait for governments to make the next move. Employers have got to monitor the figures. This is a time-specific and context-specific change based on low community transmission at present. Employers need to stay ahead of the game and monitor how things are moving in the community and make sure they adjust their own tailored protocols accordingly. Can employers force COVID-positive employees to isolate or at the very least make them stay away from work? Yes, I think the reasonably practical step is more to make them stay away from work. What they do in their own time may well be their own business. But if it's connected with your business as an employer, you must insist they stay away from your workplace. Uh, if you introduce knowingly someone with COVID into your workplace, uh, you should could face the consequences of a spread stemming from your business, be that to workers or customers or otherwise. Also, what about compensation for that? If someone does test positive, if an employee does test positive for for COVID, uh, what kind of leave entitlements do they get or is it now just sick leave? It's now basically just sick leave. Um, And look, employers may place themselves well to cover additional sick leave should someone have exhausted their entitlement. Uh, And the other issue that comes up in protocols, of course, is that of what sort of testing you require around people entering your workplace. And uh, related to that, you might want to make it symptom-specific, but uh, funding rat tests for your employees would be a wise move for employers still under the, the ongoing pandemic. And just on that, can employers force employees to take rats to enter the work? Yes, that's a reasonable direction to my mind. Uh, As I say, I think it would be fairer and more reasonable if employers also meet the cost of that. Uh, But again, that's a reasonable precaution that an employer can take to protect their entire workforce and those coming in contact with their business. Michael Harmer there from Harmer's Workplace Lawyers. He's the chairman. Now to the Australian share market, which fell by 1.2%, 6,474 on concerns. Rising interest rates may cause a recession globally. Uh, some are worried that the banks, central banks around the world are lifting interest rates too hard, too fast. For more, I spoke earlier with Jamie Hanna. He's a portfolio manager at Van Eck.
There's absolutely a risk that they could raise interest rates too fast and, and, and too hard. Um, the risk is certainly on that this would happen and cause a recession. Part of the, the issue for the central banks at the moment is that they're trying to fight inflation. And by raising interest rates, they're hoping to slow the economy enough that the inflation prints will be lower. But as we've seen over the past year, or, or pretty much the last year, the, the rate of inflation hasn't decreased in most developing countries around the world. It's continued up. And even just last night, we saw Germany print over 10%. So the, the underlying risk is that they need to see the inflation rates come down before they stop raising rates. And it's a big way up for the companies or for the countries to get that right. At the moment, I would say, you know, they probably won't get that right. I think they'll probably overshoot. And we see a big risk of recession coming, certainly in the US um, and, and in Europe. Australia might be uh, a little bit luckier than those countries. Um, but at this stage, the risk is certainly on the downside for everyone. Let's focus on Australia. The Reserve Bank meets next week. I've been speaking with a few economists across the sector. Of the big four banks, only the Commonwealth Bank thinks 25 basis points. The rest think 50. What's the market expecting? The market's expecting uh, more people at 50 than 25. The, the average across the market is 40, which indicates that the Commonwealth Bank is probably a little bit lower than the rest of the market calling 50. Um, certainly, if it comes out at 50, I don't think the market will be too negatively treated. If it came out at 25, I'd say it's already priced in and it could be a, a slight positive. So at this stage, yeah, unfortunately, it's a definite rate rise. Um, I would say more likely that's going to be 50 than 25. And just wrapping up, one of the big corporate stories of the week is um, that of AGL. It is um, spending, I think, um, quite a few billion dollars worth to close uh, one of its massive power stations in Victoria about a decade earlier than expected. Um, what's your take on that and how do you see the future for the company? Yeah, so AGL is obviously one of the critical companies in the east coast of Australia, certainly in terms of electricity supply. So they tried to demerge their operations earlier this year. Um, it got knocked back through lack of shareholder support. So they've only released yesterday their strategic review. Um, and that's really highlighting that they are moving all of their coal power stations um, located in New South Wales and, and Victoria, including the Loyang in Victoria. Um, they're moving them all to renewables and they're shutting some of them earlier than what they predicted by up to 10 years. So that company is, is aiming to go fully renewable energy by 2035, no more coal. Now, it's obviously an expensive exercise to build all this new renewable power, um, and they're going to need at least $20 billion worth of financing to do that. So it's really where you know, society is wanting these companies to go, um, and certainly Queensland and Victoria in the last week have also announced that they're that they're moving to a more renewable future. So it's certainly topical and the government seems to be behind this move as well. So I think, you know, overall for AGL, it's going to be a tough exercise. There's going to be supply chain problems. They're going to have to, you know, sort out their, their batteries, their, their hydro, how they're going to do it, the technology innovation, which will come with that. So from that point of view, it's a massive exercise. But in the long term, I think it's better for society. It's, and it's better for everyone in terms of a, a more stable, decarbonised grid. Um, what it means to AGL share price, well, it's been positive in the short term anyway. Um, and I think, you know, if they actually pull this off in 12 years' time, they're going to be one of the, the biggest uh, renewable energy companies in the world. Jamie Hanna there from Vanek.
This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. Thank you.